0: Welcome to the Knowing God podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. All right, we are hitting our second episode on the idea of words or the power of words. As we saw in Colossians 3 verses 8 and 9, Paul warns Christians of sins that negatively affect our relationships, and the last three sins were in regard to how we use our words, which struck me as interesting. I mean, think about all the things that Paul could have said that negatively affect relationships. Half of his list was related to words. So we discussed each of the three specific sins in their own episodes, but I thought it would be helpful just to take some time to reflect on the power of words more in general to help us get to a deeper layer of Paul's point here. So I said that we would cover this in two parts. First, what we did last episode, we looked at the foundation of words power or their importance, which is that God is a God of words. And therefore, because of that, words matter. And he designed this world and he designed us with the power of words. So in this episode, then, we're going to shift the focus to our words specifically. I want us to spend a few moments considering reflecting on the power of our words. Now, if you remember from last episode, I started by asking you to consider a time When someone's words were incredibly impactful in your life, you know, it might have been a really hurtful word that just stuck in your mind or your heart. It might have been a really needed word of truth in a moment that could have changed a trajectory in your life. It might have been really encouraging, life-giving words that kept you going in a hard time. But for today, I want to flip that a little bit. Because we aren't talking about the power of someone else's words in your life. I want you to consider today your own words, their power, their importance. So now I want you to ask yourself this question. How would others describe how I use words? Think about that. How would others describe how I use words? I know that might sound really odd, and probably something that not many of us have ever considered, really. But think about it. If I were to ask your spouse or your kids, your parents or your best friends, your coworkers, the barista that you see often, your neighbors, and I said, how would you describe how they use words? What do you think they would say? You know, this has been challenging for me as I've been thinking about it. You know, would people say, I'm encouraging that my words are critical, that I'm mostly sarcastic, that I'm filled with truth, that my words are consistently loving. It's a challenging exercise. And if you really want to know the answer, I would honestly ask a few trusted, close people in your life, how would you describe how I use words? And whatever the answers to that question would be, really matters. It is not a meaningless exercise because our words have power. Remember this, people remember how you make them feel. And oftentimes, they get that feeling by the words you say, or maybe the words you don't say. So, if we want to take that seriously, take Paul's command in Ephesians 3, 8 and 9 seriously, I want to offer you two considerations on the importance of our words, and then I'll give you a final application at the end. First, I want us to think about this in regard to our words. In Matthew 12, verse 34, Jesus reminds us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That is a really meaningful and insightful verse. Like, just meditate on that for a moment. Out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. Jesus is saying, your words aren't a little part of you. They are revealing where your heart is. I mean, think about it with God, as we talked about in the last episode. His word is always true, life-giving, wise, just, right, good, and those words reveal that about his character and his heart. So ask yourself, what are your words revealing about your heart? There's power in words, not just in what you're saying, but in how they are revealing something in your heart. And off of that one, let me give one final consideration to you. One of the best places in the scriptures to show and explain the power of words is James chapter three. And in that chapter, James tells us that our words can be like a wildfire. He says the tongue is a small member in our body, but it guides and directs the whole. Again, think about that. Maybe you've heard these verses I'm talking about and you gloss over them, but consider this. He is saying that you, as a person, are being shaped by your words. Your tongue, so to speak, is driving you which means our words don't just reveal us, but they also form us. Let's consider that. Our words both reveal us and they form us. Maybe think about it like this. Have you ever heard someone encourage you that if you are struggling and how you view someone, maybe you're really frustrated or bitter, or you kind of hate that person, they might tell you, hey, commit to praying for them. Have you ever heard that before? The idea goes that you can't keep viewing them in a poor light if you are consistently praying for them and they're good. And I think it's similar with our speech. The more wholesome, uplifting, encouraging, and life-giving our words are, the more that will shape our heart. They both reveal what's inside, but they can also form what is inside. So let me leave you with two final encouragements today. I want us to take a bit of an audit of our words. So first, try what I mentioned before. Ask people in your life how they would describe how you use words what that's going to do is be kind of a diagnostic question to see if what you think is reality is true or not. Because sometimes we may think that we use words in a certain way, but people that actually hear us may say something different. So if you want to take this seriously, first, ask a few people and see what they would say. But second, I think it's important for us to be conscious of the words you say. So simply ask yourself this what do these words reveal in me and how are they forming me? Okay, that's the last part from Matthew 12 and James 3. As you use words, take a couple minutes after a conversation with somebody and ask, what do those words reveal in me and how are those words forming me? And I know that may sound formulaic or rigid or it's going to take too much time. But honestly, if you want to use the power of words for good, we have to take some initial steps. So ask people how they would describe how you use words. And throughout your day, ask yourself after you use words, what do they reveal in me and how are they forming me? And I think if we consistently ask ourselves those two questions... I believe you can start to make some progress on Paul's encouragement to rid ourselves of sinful speech and begin to live in our Christ-likeness by being a people of life-giving, encouraging, and empowering words. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.